Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The texts are coming in, Susie. Wow, good. Uh, Paul, at the end of his forecast, said... Good grief. <laughs> oh, I see. Dan. And... Dan was going to play it. Oh, no. No, I thought he was. Dan looks very intense right he now. He does. I can't believe it. Very He's focused. irritated. I think I irritate Dan. No. I feel I do. But that's okay. So tell me about these. The only time you irritate me is when you insist that you irritate me. <laughs> Which is in then, in turn, irritating. What are they saying about our good grief? I said Jiminy Christmas or Jiminy yeah. Cricket. Oh, for Pete's sake. Oh, for Pete's sake. Oofta. Oofta. Holy mackerel. Holy mackerel. Great googly moogly. Okie dokie. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sakes. Oh, that's right. Suffering succotash. <laughs> well, son of a gun. Son of a gun. <laughs> God dang it. Christ out of cracker. Oh. Yeah. I told you my friends is Jesus, Jenny. I'm like, oh, my goodness, Sandy. Cripes. Cripes is another good one. It's uh, Old man sayings are very fun. And then when you have teenagers, sometimes they will ask you, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Where does that come from? And you're like, I don't know. Like, my mom said it. And Whoopsie so now daisy. I'm saying it. Whoopsie Whoopsie daisy. daisy. That's an old fashioned one. Yeah. I don't know. They just they're stuck in your brain somewhere, and they just pop right out, and you yeah. don't even realize. My sister always says, "In fact, she's calling me right now, but I'm not going to answer." Uh, my Lanta. <laughs> oh my, yeah. Oh my. Lanta. Oh my Lanta. Yeah. Any any you how? That's another one. <laughs> Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Yes, I am well aware. And I think uh, at five thirty, we're going to talk about uh, being single. So we we will Which have I, a moment. I am single. Yeah. Okay. Is it so? To preview that, okay. Like what? Do, what do I know about being single? Nothing. What do you I, want? What do you want I found. Know? I found the first woman who would put up with me and propose. That's right. I'm right. like, I better lock you this sign down. Sign this paper, Lady Jane. Yeah. Good thing she didn't realize that. Like, she could have done a lot better. Oh my god. A lot of other options. You totally outpunned your coverage. Yeah. yeah. But back in that day, we both were kind of in the same league. I would say. Today, pre-fame, pre-fame. Nah. <laughs> I like to say you're famous. Oh Jason. gosh! At least you think you are. Yeah, that's well, all that matters. The reality of your life is in your own head. Yes, most of my life is in my own head. Right? Scary place. Do I think that I'm famous? Yeah, yeah. Am I famous? Eh. <laughs> my sister, my other sister, I have three of them, calls mm-hmm. me a minor celebrity. That's pretty good. They don't like to let my ego they don't want get you to be the best big. of me. Yeah. yeah. They're going to chop me off at the knees any chance they get. That's what family is for. I say, and right? siblings, yeah. It's fine. If they can't beat you up physically, yeah. they're going to take you down a different way. Uh, Martha, so, Mar- Martha Malia. What is that? That's that's an interesting good gravy. Good gravy. Holy balls. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Holy cow. For crying out loud. Yeah. Son of a biscuit. Son of a biscuit. Mm-hmm. These are all very good. Something with a pickle. 
Oh, gosh. Well, Isn't there something? Be I'm, careful. We, be careful. We hit the dump button once during this show you already. You did? Yeah. Our, what happened? The baker. Uh, Derusha eats. Sometimes people get very passionate on this show. Did she say the F-bomb? No. Oh. No. But something that would Another have... one that was a no-go. And Dan went, boom! Yeah. He wasn't sitting over in the chair while she was on the air. Dan was ready. Although he's sitting with me, he's upright and standing ready for me. Uh, you've been here, I think, <laughs> the entirety of my 20, yeah. was it about to be 23-year run? Yes. Uh, so, yeah, no, I learned I can't be anywhere distant from mm-hmm. the dump button when it's there's good. a good microphone. You know what, it's Susie not like jumped. I mean to say bad things. Sometimes they just come out of my life. The baker didn't mean to say it either. It That's just, true. That's what I'm it saying. It just happened. I know it. Check the podcast. If you really want some entertainment. Did Dan edit the profanity out of the podcast? Mm. Only way you'll find out is by listening. Well, that's a good tease. Go to I'm gonna uh, wherever you get podcasts. Just look to for see what kind of swear word it was. Angel Angel Food Bakery. I love that place. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Katie Gertis. You know that's really good. Getting... Whose mom founded Creative Kid Stuff? Really, and then opened up Hell's Kitchen. They are an entrepreneurial family, are they not? Indeed. Indeed. So what do you want to know about being single? Well, what's it like? Is it beautiful? Is it, it's it, fantastic. <laughs> I can have the thermos wherever I want. I mean, the if thermostat, I want the thermostat seventy and the thermos, the both. I enjoy seventy four. That's warm. That would seventy four people. It's but it's my house. I if it's my house. If we were married and you insisted on seventy four, what would happen? You'd go in the basement. File for divorce. <laughs> Baloney. There's one. Baloney. That's another one that's no. a good one. I, I'm I'm a pushover on those sorts of Are things. Are you? You yeah. pick your battles as it were. I would let I what I would do mm. program the thermostat to go down uh like while you were sleeping. <laughs> right. Or, or when you were out of the house. Trick you. I would trick you. Alyssa you know, works from home, so I can't you know, the thermostat is sort of Is sad. she a warmer? Does she no, like she's it always cold. She's always so cold. She likes, so she likes it warmer. It warmer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, after I lost the weight, yes, started getting cold. So now you and, like it warmer. Yeah, she so thought. Your marriage is she good. thought it was real funny that I was like putting on a blanket. She's like, uh huh. <laughs> you wuss. Yeah. Right. Oh, Where's your tough talk now, Mister Sixty Eight? Smarty pants. Yeah. Another. Good I go one. to sixty in the overnight hours. Woo! See your breath. You know, you know. Another place where I do miss a husband. Okay. I didn't say the first one. This yep. is a thing that I miss a husband. It's so silly. Taking the garbage out. Oh, I just get yeah. annoyed. Thursday nights, I schlep the yep. thing down and I think, God, there's got to be somebody else to do this. I used to, of course, try to finagle my kids to do it. Yeah. Which and was now- hard. Right now, I, they're not home at the house anymore. Didn't you me. have? Didn't you have a vision of like kids were just going to do stuff because when you were a kid, you were made to do stuff. Yeah, every Saturday we had to do stuff, and you, the earlier you got up, the faster you could get to the to do list get that the my stuff mom done, would. Right. Well, no, you never wanted to get bad chores. Oh, you know, like you wanted to get the vacuuming. You maybe wanted to get the. You never wanted to get the windows. So my mom put a list out. Oh, I like on that. a piece of paper, and whoever yeah. got up first, you put your name where you wanted mm. to do the thing. And the earlier you got to the list, yeah, the more prime cleaning job you got. If you enjoy, you know, I mean, which uh, yeah, I mean, 
But Some jobs a, are better than She others. had a crew of four every yeah. Saturday. See, I was one of four also. Yeah. Did so you like, guys clean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We all had jobs and, that. you know, my kids had jobs too, but there were only two of them, so they couldn't do all the jobs. Yeah. And that's where the thing sort of falls apart. It does. Right? right. Yeah. Well, anyhow. Um, so it'll be fun at 530 to talk about being single. So we'll talk about that. People, yeah. I just want to give single people their chance to say whatever they want to say because tomorrow has got to be a little annoying mm. if you're single. Yes. Now, if you were in a relationship, like tonight, right now, mm. there are a lot of dumb guys who are listening to this show. Okay. And uh, dumb guys out there are like, oh, crap. Jesus, tomorrow. Tomorrow's Valentine's <laughs> Day. Maybe they're saying things like, great Caesar's ghost. Tomorrow is <laughs> tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Or or they're saying, uh, shut the front door. Or, Jason, I didn't know this. Or Hell's bells. For crying in the soup. <laughs> uh, uh, some of the other texts that are coming in. Um, so you, there are sort of these categories of stereotypical Valentine's Day present. Correct. So you got like the, you know, like I did a video on my Instagram page. You did? For a lingerie boutique. Wow. Oh, yeah. Jeez, that's right. swanky. A little, a little risque. I'll say. For, Were you wearing for, lingerie? Well, I mean, you got to put the product to the test. That's what I always say. Remember in Bull Durham <laughs> when the meat put on the lingerie? For underwear yeah. while he was pitching. Yes. <laughs> I know. I don't know why that came to mind. That's a, a good image. A dude wearing yeah. lingerie. It's fine. We don't judge. Pitching. Like, do whatever you want to do. Whatever floats your boat. It's none of my business. But none of your business. Yeah. So I. So lingerie is sort of one typical. I remember. I hope my in-laws aren't listening. Okay. But very young when I was dating my wife, and not very young. We were like twenty. Yeah. I. For Valentine's Day, I was like trying to find a little something naughty, you know, not too naughty. We're Catholic, like we were. <laughs> we weren't naughty? that naughty. What's Catholicism look like? Well, what's naughty? So I remember look going like? to Fredericks of Hollywood, what? which was like the trashiest. Yeah. Right? Is that even around anymore? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. They got the hardcore stuff though. Did you get whips and chains? Well, I didn't know. <laughs> they had that there? I don't know. I thought I so. Don't know. Uh, so lingerie, chocolate, jewelry, <gasps> or flowers. Oh, what yeah. What would you pick? If you were picking. For you, Susie Jones, if you were receiving a Valentine's Day present. Right now, tomorrow, if I were to get a Valentine's Day If you Day had a, a Valentine. I might. There might be somebody out there. All right. So what would you want of those four? Say them again. Flowers. Chocolates, lingerie, or jewelry? Mm, flowers. Yeah. Because, you know, I was at Bachman's today doing the old Bachman's oh, Grand no. Central Station. Yeah. You know, they. How crazy was it? Oh, it was so crazy. It was yeah. just like a bustling. It felt like the North Pole. Every I mean, year do, 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 do. when I go when I go see the people at Bachman's yeah. for Valentine's Day, I like to ask, and I've been asking them this question for 22 years yeah. now. What's that? And every year it annoys them. What? So how many people call up and order a bouquet of flowers for their wives, and then they say, hang on, let me get my other credit card, and then they order a bouquet of flowers for their girlfriend? Shut up. 
up. And Bachman does not like that. I question. cannot <laughs> imagine that they would not like that. No, but why you know I, it happens, but right? Why am I full of movies? Remember Goodfellas? Friday night was for your wife, Saturday night was girlfriend <laughs> <God> night. <laughs> I mean, I don't recommend it. I don't recommend that lifestyle. I'm just saying there are certain jobs Do where they... you have to keep a secret. Oh and one of the God. it's a lawyer, it's your florist, it's your jeweler, and it's your bartender. Because or... if, if you show up at the bar one night with Mary and the next night with Susie, you can't be saying... <laughs> Alyssa, these are my friends from work. Right. Yeah. You just have to say it's good to see you. Good you to can't see that's you. all you just good keep to it. See you. Yeah. I think flowers are good. I personally I think the answer should be all. All of the get above. all of those things. Yes. If if this were like an internet show, mm-hmm. I would tell you another story about oh. a Valentine present that I got one time. Ooh. And I laughed out <laughs> loud when I got it. Was it of the whips and chains variety, it was in that category. In that I understand. I think leaning. I understand what things could be eaten. <laughs> oh no! And <laughs> was this like edible undies or something? Yeah, yeah. And I totally cracked up. I, was, I would crack up too. That's ridiculous. I know, but I was really hurt the person's feeling. I think. I think yeah. they were like thinking it was all on. And it I'm was like, go time. <laughs> like that. Like edible undies. Never the answer. It just seemed ridiculous. I have a related story. Are we going down the dump button road? I don't think so. Okay. But when you're a, a kid, you and you know, like you're babysitting or your parents are gone, like you go check your Heck yeah. Always. You go check what's in your parents' bedroom. Heck yeah. And so I discovered my dad's Playboys, which were underneath Popular mechanics, popular <laughs> science, consumer reports. <laughs> and then there were the Playboys. And frankly, it unlocked a world that I never knew existed. Wow. It was amazing. Okay. And then one year, mm. sitting on the dresser was a box of edible underwear. Oh. My parents. It was horrifying. horrifying? <laughs> it was horrifying. I was like, absolutely no. horrified. No. Now, today I think about it, I'm like, you know what? Good for that. Rock on. Good for that. But yep. in that time, you were horrifying. shocked. Not my parents. They would never do something no. as disgusting no. as that. All I can say is it's a good thing my parents live in Chicago and do not listen to this show. Right, because they would be horrified that we're sharing all this intimate. Just that I discussed that I found the Playboys would probably be troubling enough. Like, oh, my God, Jason, quiet down. What does your mother sound like? About that. (laughs) (laughs) The edible undies were still in the box, though, so I assume it was someone's idea that was never executed. The other tough one on Valentine's Day if you want to be a little closer to the dump yeah. button, is watching a film that might be oh. have nakedness in it. Yeah. Like that's... that's a thing to do together. I don't know. Is that is that weird? I don't think so. I mean, okay. it's a little weird on a, a Wednesday night, <laughs> but, you know, got to do what you got to do. Uh, Susie, I'm getting the rap uh, sign. Dan has had enough of this segment. And me. I think I... I think we had a good time. I had a marvelous time. And I will have a glorious day tomorrow (laughs) all by myself, sitting in a home that's 75 degrees. 
All right. Well, tomorrow I might bring in some edible undies for everybody. <laughs> for the room. <laughs> for everybody gets a pair. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Thank Day you, from Drive Time with Derusha. It is Fat Tuesday, February 13th. Time for the D-Rush Hour news headlines. And delays in a federal form mean students will get more time to decide where they're going to college. University of St. Thomas just announcing today that it will give students more time. Joining a growing number of Minnesota schools extending decision deadlines. Star Tribune with this story today. The new federal financial aid form, the FAFSA form, was released late and colleges won't be getting access to the information until March. Many schools use that information to help make admissions decisions and certainly families need that information to decide if they can afford the school. And so University of St. Thomas normally would require you to make a deposit On May 1st, now they'll give families to June 1st. University of Minnesota, Augsburg, uh, Gustavus, and the College of St. Benedict and St. John's University also announced extensions last week. So getting those financial aid offers are critical. Billions in new funding, but many Minnesota school districts are still scrambling for money. What's going on here? The 74 reporting on sort of this combo platter. You may have heard the governor and the DFL trifecta touting the fact that there's more than $2.2 billion in new spending on public schools. They called this historic. The number of initiatives funded was sweeping. The predicted outcomes were life-changing. Ah, but like their counterparts all across the country, many Minnesota schools are realizing that they're broke. So what's going on? Well, the end of the COVID recovery aid, combined with losses in enrollment, uh, many experts are saying it's a fiscal cliff. St. Paul projecting a $150 million deficit for 2024-2025. Minneapolis public schools saying they're short $116 million. Even some of the more prosperous suburban schools are stuck explaining the disconnect to families. So part of the issue uh, is earmarks uh, and unfunded mandates. So when you look at that $2.2 billion dollars, Up to half of it has been earmarked for 65 new mandates, ranging from the universal school meals to menstrual products in school restrooms. Unemployment insurance now covers bus drivers, some substitute teachers, cafeteria workers. All these things have cost, uh, and that is part of the deal. Plus, school districts made mistakes. Some hired people using federal COVID funds. Um... Well, those federal funds were limited time and ran out. So Minneapolis hired 400 people. Even as enrollment was dropping, they used COVID funds to hire people. Robbinsdale hired people, too. Uh, lots of school districts with that. So now uh, now they got to figure it out. Got to figure it out. Kind of a mess out there. 532, that is the D-Rush Hour news headlines here on this Tuesday. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. It's a day for love. I would like to open up the phone lines and the text lines to hear from single listeners. Dr. Love is here. 
to give you advice. What are you laughing at, Dan Cook? Who better? Who better to give you advice? Just as a married guy, I want to know what life is like from our single listeners. What's the dating app scene like? What's your what's your struggle? Or what's your joy of being single? Want to hear that too? 651-461-9226. I promise, no Dr. Love. I'm not trying to fix you, Uh, which probably comes as a relief compared to how many people deal with single folks. 533, that conversation as we come back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Maybe that's what you're doing tonight, ordering a pizza as you celebrate Valentine's Day, the day before Valentine's Day. I have a simple question for single people. Does this time of year suck? With all the Valentine's Day, all the lovey-dovey, all the couples out there showing how much they're in love, does it suck? Or are you good? 651-461-9226. I genuinely don't know. And I I suppose, like, perhaps it's different based on, like, how recently single you are, how that went. Are you choosing to be single? Are you looking for love? Are you not? So many different factors. But tomorrow is a day where it's all about the couples. So... There's been a big move in marketing to try to reach out this time of year to people who are not coupled up, and there's good reason for it. If you hate Valentine's Day, you certainly are not alone, and there are plenty of couples who don't like it also. But a 2022 survey from Pew Research Center finds 30% of Americans are single. And obviously we're not including, like, you know, kids in the deal, but 30% of Americans are single. And more than half of them say they're not looking to date. So they're single by choice and happy with where they're at. Which I will say, like, I think that is awesome. Like, if you're in a spot, and and I also think it's awesome if you're single and you're looking for love. But being single and having a great life, um, not only is it possible, like, if you're single, you deserve that great life. There are benefits to being able to do what you want to do without having to worry about someone else, just like there are benefits for a couple and having the support system of another person, right? And, and having another person that hopefully uh, combined the two of you are, are better than you are individually. So I, I think we have a better sort of understanding today of the benefits, you know, and I'm not saying one way 
is better than another. I'm just saying you can respect both scenarios without like putting on the pressure. Oh, you dating anyone? How's it going? What do you, you know, maybe you just are doing your thing. But it is different, right? Because around every corner, there's Valentine's Day promotions. There are hearts everywhere. There's all of this stuff. I find it a little goofy. You know, at the start of this month, I was getting emails from all of, uh, you know, all the companies that you're on their mailing list and they send you stuff. And now we're so sensitive, right? So you get these emails that say, like, if you would rather not receive Valentine's Day related communications from Old Navy or whatever, J. Crew. You can click on this link and we won't send you any of that stuff. I would say if you're so delicate that you can't get an email from a company that has like a Valentine's Day sale, you need to perhaps, uh, you know, find someone to talk that out with. Like that to me seems weird. And I know like someone's going to text in and say, well, my person died or, and yeah, yes. But like, this desire to insulate your everybody from every, like put you in bubble wrap and you can't experience any difficult scenarios. I think it's a little silly. That said, if I were single and looking for love and frustrated or failing or whatever, or perceiving myself as failing, um, I would think it'd be tough. It's everywhere. Uh, six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. But, but I don't know. On Twitter, Mark says, when your wife thinks Valentine's day is stupid too, this time of year is just fine. I suppose that's, (laughs) I suppose that's true. Edward says, nope, doesn't suck. It's just fine. Dan, you're single by choice. Yes, sir. Does it, do you, uh, uh, do you mind, do you mind it? No. No, No, but, uh, you know, I'm the single introvert that would hang out at my place nine times out of 10. Yeah. And so it's not like it's being, I feel like it's being shoved in my face. Maybe it's just the marketing messages that you see, but I don't commercials or whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't see a ton of it to be honest with you. Yeah. I I don't. I mean, and I, I think, you know, to, to your point about the opting out of emails and stuff like that. I think there are seasons in various people's lives where that kind of stuff can be really, really hard. I'm so, sure. Yeah. So it's good. To, I think it's good to have that option. I think bigger picture, you know, if you're in a position where you need to cocoon and protect yourself like that for a while, that's understandable. You just can't live there for the rest right. of your life kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if I don't think that's a huge imposition on companies that want to do that. No, it's fine. I I just look at it like it's a little bit virtue signaling. It can be, sure. Like, oh, look how sensitive we are to everyone. Like, all right. It's just an email, man. Like, click the lead. And, you know, companies haven't done that forever. Yeah. You know? You see it with Mother's Day and Father's Day. all the time. It's all All the time. So, yeah, but to your point, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, it's out there. I, I think I hear more the... Uh, it's a made-up holiday by Hallmark kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I hear more of that than I feel like I do people being lovey-dovey and, you know, to a degree that would be annoying. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, I, I almost think there's like a backlash at this point to the holiday <laughs> to a degree that I don't know that we have with other holidays. There is a cynicism. About yeah, very much it. so. Yeah. Which is interesting because every holiday is there because it was named. So it was created. Like mm-hmm. New Year's Day perhaps is, I mean, is there really a, a truly organic holiday? For the most part, they're all there because they were named. Someone created it. Valentine's Day rose to prominence because uh, of this idea that you should get a card. Yeah. All right, that's yeah. fair, but like St. Patrick's Day. But is there uh, any holiday? Cinco de Mayo exists sure. because of, you know, the the beer company. And for those that want to argue about the commercial aspect of, of Valentine's Day, I mean, is there any holiday more commercialized or more obligating of people to spend money than Christmas? Yeah, I mean, that's the leader in the clubhouse I mean, for sure. By far. So yeah. I, why do we focus on this particular holiday? Why is this and, one, though? Ah, oh, it's so commercial. Like, well. The so cards cost the same for birthday, for Christmas. So it's every all other the same. They're all commercialized. Yeah. To me, I feel like a day to celebrate. One thing I like about Valentine's Day is there's been more of a movement to like buy a Valentine for your mom or for your kids or for yourself. You know, uh, a New York Times report showed that searches for self-love this month on Etsy are up 12%. So people are maybe taking time to say, like, all right, like, I I don't have someone else, maybe, romantically in my mm-hmm. life right now. So if today is about love, I'm going to focus it on myself. Great. That's fine. I focus love on myself at all times. <laughs> I don't need... I don't need a holiday. I don't need Hallmark to tell me. Just uh, yeah, give an edit point there for Brad to turn that into a liner. <laughs> so. Let that breathe a little bit. Uh, one response on Twitter says, no, going solo to weddings and Super Bowl parties and New, Year- New Year's Eve can get old, but I certainly don't miss the stress of Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Nicolette, totally fine. I never celebrated it when I was dating, so it's not that, not my thing. Another response says, it took me a couple years being single, but I got over it. My side gig is food delivery, and usually Valentine's Day is $300 in tips day, so that's all I see. See, like, you got to turn lemons into lemonade Absolutely. That's right. 5.50, drive time back in a minute. This text is amazing. One of our listeners who is listening in his garage with uh, six guys and four women right now, the whole block. So shout out to you guys. His wife was having a rough day. She called and said she was coming home on Valentine's Day. He quickly puts all those little white lights in the trees above the deck of the backyard, blindfolded her when she got home, told her to follow him, said, I'm going to make your wish come true. What is your wish? And I knew what it was because she told me I want to dance under the stars with you. Come on. How good is that? How good is that? All right, Val- you got to top that for Valentine's Day tomorrow. We'll see you. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.